forever. Dog. They don't burn witches anymore, do they? <laughs> this week on the podcast, Lois Duncan's Gallows Hill. Welcome to another episode of Teen Creeps, the show where we talk about why pulp fiction from the 80s and 90s. I am one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I am joined, as always, when it is a Lois Duncan episode. Mm-hmm. Low dunk, I should say. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> My writer, podcaster, you may know him from Same Day Shipping and Nintendo Cartridge Society. Patrick Ellis is here. Thank you, Kelly. You're so welcome. For having me back to... Look, it's... I don't think I've ever totally zeroed in on the uh, YA from mm. the 80s and 90s. Like, as, mm. as, cause low dunk frequently 70s. 70s. Sometimes 60s. Sometimes 60s. That one time 58. F- all right. I was going to say 57. Debutante Hill. Debutante Hill. That's right. Debutante Hill. With a name like that, you know what it is. You know, it's got to be a long ass time ago. <laughs> but this book. Yeah. This is a late low dunk. Yeah. What is it, like 98, 97? I think it's 97. A late dunk. A late dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Which means... Yes. It didn't come out while I was in high school. Right. But like close enough to it that as I was imagining these people in these scenarios, I'd be like, that could be like my sister's friends. Right. Or, or something, right? Right. Um, it didn't... Wait, when did you graduate high school? I like graduate, at 82? That's <laughs> when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know I'm old, yeah. Kelly. You just had your big birthday. I just but, had my big birthday. But you know what? You don't look, you really actually look like you're maybe, if you told me yeah. that you were- What can I get away with? You could get away with, I think- well, like 24? No, okay. Hmm. Um, <laughs> hmm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, I was going to say like 34. Maybe there was even a, 32. There was a long time where I hung on to 27 as mm. like that I could get- that I could pass as 27. Mm. I, I know I can't do that anymore. No, but if you told me you were 33. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, all right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or my, that's my age. Right. 40 though. Yeah. Four zero. So I graduated in 2001. Okay. And this book. So I would, it is 97, 97. So like I would have been a freshman. Yeah. Like. So th- you could have seen, you could have gone to school with these kids. I could have gone to school with these kids. Do they still sound like a little out of touch? Yes. Yes. They yes, they do. They do. They sound a little bit every once in a while, a little bit 1970s. Uh, yeah, yeah. Every now and then, a yeah. little 1970s, especially with like the things that they think are. And look, I know this, this whole thing is set in like a very conservative, yes. isolated uh, community, but like the things that they think are like regressive or like cool mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, somehow like sticking it to the man, okay. like the new man, age music. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Look, 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 yeah. look, 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 yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah. look. I, here's what I will say. I did like that Lois Duncan was very, um, uh, what's the word? Damning. Yes. Of like very regressive Christian. Yeah. Small towns. Loved that. I loved how also unapologetically ar- she was like, this is bad. Yes. Also arguably just scathing about anywhere, not California. Yes. <laughs> Cause she was like, Ventura is the shit. Everywhere else sucks. Um, okay. That being said. Yeah. What is what the main character's snooze. name? Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. What a dweeb. 
I'm fucking, sorry. I mean, but okay, this is sort of standard for low yeah, down protests. I know, right? I know. That, they're so like, dorky. They're often they're always dorks. Yeah. Uh, they're always like dweebs. Yeah. They uh have this like uh, I don't know. There's like a, a a streak of like honor or like telling the truth. Yes. Um. That is like, uh, Ned Stark like, yeah. but not in yeah. like a, a a way that you can admire. No. And then they always like they get into a position where they're like, I'm telling you the truth, and everyone's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're like, mm, no. <laughs> Which like that happened in uh they what was the one we just read the one where uh time uh locked stops in time. yeah lost in time locked in time locked in time. Um, and it happens in like Stranger with My Face. Yeah, uh, it just happens in like so many of these books that there's like gaslighting, gaslighting, th- just gaslighting so hard, and the the protagonist has no defense, none, because all they know is tell the truth, right, right, and it just doesn't get them shit, right, right. It's not let me like actively collect a bunch of evidence and present it to people. It's like let me just like stand here and stand on the tr- like on the truth of my words. Right. Let me stomp my foot and yes. go, "Mom." Yes. Or Rosemary because Rosemary. she calls her her mother by her first right, name. Right, because she's a Californian. That's what Californians do. Californians are so cool. She okay, the the <laughs> Should we try to just like bullet point this plot because I think it's like one sentence. Bullet point. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's like one thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Sarah and her mother yeah. moved to this small town right? where she gets married. Sarah, Sarah's mother is engaged to this total, total drip of a dude, Ted. Yeah. Uh, Sarah starts to discover that maybe she has psychic powers uh, slash she's like taken in by the some of the popular kids to run a fake fortune teller business. Mm-hmm. And they all have flashbacks to the Salem witch trials. Because all of them have been drawn there. Right. To reenact spiritual karmic revenge. Right. On each other. Because they are all reincarnated versions of people who participated in yeah. these witch trials. Yes. And I, interestingly, have just listened to last podcast on the left's coverage of the Salem witch trials. Okay. So I knew all the names. And so like I already knew some shit was up. When that bitch's doll was named Dorcas, I was like, <laughs> yo. This is like, uh, this is like Salem Witch Trials. Like they are all reincarnated. Yeah, I knew yeah, it. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, Dorcas, by the way, mm-hmm. a name that uh, every time I see it, it delights me. So funny. It's so fucking funny. Also the person. So hold on. Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. Because this person's name is funnier than you would even imagine. The 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 child named Dorcas. Yeah. Hold on. There's multiple Dorcases. <laughs> There are, there are. Oh, right. Okay. Dork guy, please. Dor- <laughs> okay. Dorcas's name, full name. Ready? Yeah, please. This is the old lady. This is not the baby. Okay. Okay. Dorcas whore. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know that you're 40 and that I'm 33 and like right. we should be adults. But, but the woman's like, name is Dorcas, Dorcas whore. whore. Come, I mean, on. come on. I'm come not on. saying she should have been killed, but, but like. like what did she expect? But she expect walking around with a name like I'm that. Dorcas whore. <laughs> can you can you imagine, imagine how mean it would be to call someone Dorcas whore? I know Dorcas whore. Dorcas whore. Dorcas whore. Jesus Christ. So okay. So yeah, that, that's the story. Is that that's, they? That's the story. It's like karmic revenge. Yeah. Because the people that are like basically calling her a witch. Were, were themselves, themselves witches. Yeah, and executed for for it. For right. It. Or or executed or there was a lot of uh um I keep saying executed. That doesn't feel right. Murdered. Lynched. 
Yeah, lynched. Is, Murdered, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, executed makes it sound like it's uh, like good in some way or like sanctioned, like that which I guess it was, it was sanctioned. Because they were using a specific type of, uh, of, of law, which I can't remember the name of it, but like they had enacted some kind of like yeah. thing where it was like, I can't remember the specifics, but it was like three people had to say that they saw you do it or something like that. Like some, I, I am, it's been a little bit since I listened to that coverage of, of it, but like if you do want a very well researched presentation of it, I suggest listening. Look no further than this episode. episode. (laughs) Thank you for coming. Um, yeah. Uh, so it, yeah, it was, it was sanctioned, but to a point where, when they realized like, oh damn, that was like full on hysteria. Yeah. They were like, let's, the the law was like, don't talk about it. Like that's, we're going to let these people go and we're going to pretend it didn't happen. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like, uh, what happened with January 6th? <laughs> <laughs> that, like, <laughs> we just don't talk about it. Well, I mean, we do talk about it. Right. But I don't think we talk about it in the way that like, cause it was like, fucking crazy they yeah. stormed the capital yeah that is crazy actually like it g- broke genuinely in, yeah. broke in with the express goal of hanging mike pence and murdering like <laughs> i mean like it is it, it it's a, a a thing that obviously like there the january 6th committee is still working through right, and right, that right. like but like something that we all just like fucking watched on tv and like yeah. texted each other and we're like hey this is fucked up right yeah 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 um but like it is just like a mass hysteria that like yeah. in some ways where like, I, I guess it's not fair to say that it's being ignored. It's not being ignored. No, but the news cycle is such that yeah. we have moved on to other things. Right, right, right. Also, now this is maybe I'm speaking very specifically of myself and okay. not about other people. Did you feel any sense of danger when that was happening? Yeah, a little. Really? I felt none. Yeah, well, I mean, so there, there is, there's a point where... I know we all hit it at some point in the Mm. last like two and a half years where it's just like, what can you see in the news that's going to like freak you out? Right. Um, And 2020 was so fucking hard and scary. Yeah. uh, That, yeah, that like all of my existential dread nerve endings are gone. They've all been burned away. Right. Like uh, the, uh, what is my purpose in life? Uh, you yeah. know, like none of that shit matters to me anymore. You know, oh yeah, I'm just full like, nihilism. <laughs> full on nihilism. But there's a beauty in that for me. Absolutely, me too. Yeah. Um, but I think that I still, f- on January first, felt a Sixth. spike. Oh, on the like, first, you you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I was packing my bags and like getting the ticket to DC. <laughs> the sixth um that uh yeah no i i, I did have like a, a moment of like is this where it all comes like yeah crashing back down yeah um and then it didn't happen uh and you know so it, it was it was less than a day where i felt something but yeah i definitely was like were, were you not freaked out were, were you like watching coverage like what, what, what was your how did you it. take it i in? think that i honestly i think i was like working that day or something or yeah. busy so i only saw things like kind of in retrospect yeah so i think that's why it was that i, yeah, so I was just like knew, oh God, that happened you knew and that like, no one was murdered yeah. <laughs> or no politicians were murdered right um just just a couple of the protesters right uh, slash insurrectionists yes uh were, were killed um yeah watching it well it was happening so i i was i was working like a a sort of retailish job that i was working from home at, mm-hmm. at the time um and sarah was also working from home 
and uh, I was in the living room just like watching it on TV and just sort of slowly stopped doing work and yeah. like, you know, t- turned my computer off and was like, well, I'm, I'm just watching this now um, and texted Mogi about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she and I w- were, were texting uh, and like Sarah came out at some point, just like we just watched it. And yeah, like because, you know, you you don't know it could have ended. It could have ended differently. Right. It could have. Uh, and it could have been like a, a like holy like disastrous thing where it's like, wh- how do we go what forward? What do we do? From, yeah. How do we go forward from here when some of the people who needed to uh, like verify the vote have now been killed? Yeah. Like what what happens? Right. Is it a King Ralph thing? Is it a King Ralph thing? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, yeah, I think I just, I because I was watching it later, right. I was like, well, nothing happened. Right. Um, but that is really fucking wild that insurrectionists broke into our fucking capital. Yeah. But we're kind of just like, well, but that's the thing. We do have to move on because we are moving on. Right. Yeah. Because well, life keeps going. The wheel keeps turning. Right. Shit keeps happening. And depending on like what realm you're talking about, like that that keeps on going. If we're talking like the political slash like threat of insurrectionists or like Q weirdos yes. or Donald Trump or whatever. Like that's still an active concern. Yeah. Regardless of what happened on January 6th. Yeah. Like, so yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's it is that it's like, no, we, we can, we can reflect on all of this later. Right. <laughs> this shit ain't done. Right. Right. It's just so, I mean, I guess it's also just through the nature of like the news cycle and yeah. also just, how everyone is very online, so things are just very quick, 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 True. quick. But like, if you look at things like, for example, nine eleven, yeah, that is still something that is so mm, whole. It's a holy day almost. Yeah. And Although I gotta say, this last September eleventh, quiet, quiet, and very like quiet. until I started seeing like a bunch of nine eleven stuff on like social media, I had forgotten. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, just like. Yeah, there was. Oh, it's been twenty fucking years now. Like. Did you hear that story about that restaurant that kind of got in trouble for like being insensitive because they had a 9-11 menu and it was like, <laughs> it was, they were so like two lazy. two mozzarella sticks they, cut in yeah. half. <laughs> they were so lazy though, dude. Like one of the dishes was like 9-11 shrimp. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but they changed it because like people were like, this is kind of whack. It is kind of whack. I also think it's a little whack that we um, just call it September 11th, just like yeah. calling it January 6th. That like mm-hmm. uh, we we and we are treating 9/11 as a holy day, like you say, right? Mm. But like, can't just call the date by its. I guess Fourth of July. We also just call the Fourth of July. All but right. it has another name, Independence Day. That's true. So then, what do we call that? I don't know. Does September 11th, as the attack on the World Trade Center, have? another name like as a day I don't patriot know. day <laughs> patriot day i mean that is like when everything started getting very patriot-y it is it's true do you remember those like interstitials in between like wb shows where they'd be like it was really bad that terrorists are like mean to us and like we should band, <laughs> we should together, band together and be strong americans support the troops yeah my sister um is or what was in the army mm. um and she was in the army at, at the time of uh of the attacks mm-hmm. um and so you know my 
my parents are like kind of conservative, but like you know, my, my mother's a, a teacher in Wisconsin, mm. so like you know, she's she's always voted uh, like Democrat her mm. her entire life. Uh, my father, uh, the the first time he didn't vote for um, a Republican presidential candidate was to vote against Donald Trump. So mm. like, great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they both because because Dano's in the army. And like, because we all got swept up in 9-11 fever, right? Um, they were like big, you know, uh, yellow ribbon magnet oh, support, yeah, support yeah, the yeah. troops. And my mom got me one of those like magnets for my car. Whoa. And I was like, I'm not going to put that. And she's like, "You, but your sister is one of the troops. And I was like, I'll, I'll, look, I'll support Dana, but like, I don't. Wait, so at the time you did not feel a sense of patriotism. No. You were like, let's not, you were against the war. Definitely against the war. Did you, so you knew enough to know that like a lot of it was a sham? Well, so I don't know. I don't know if anyone, well, I'm sure. It's like 2020 hindsight. What right, are you, yeah, exactly. the fucking newsroom? But yeah, I just wanted to tell you that we murdered Osama bin Laden for you. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be the first to tell you. Yeah. Oh, uh, the newsroom. No, I mean, like, I you know, have an inherent distrust of the military. Yes. Um, and uh, both of my siblings being a part of it at mm. various points in their life have not done anything to uh, make that better. In right. fact, it's only made it worse. Mm. I've seen the effect it has had on their lives and mm. it's not been good. Um, and th- those are like the people inside it, you know, yeah. let, let alone the people that they're killing mm-hmm. um, or simply ruining the economies and, uh, yeah, you know, political like situation of forever. Destroying, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I hated it. And I thought all of the like, um, you know, flag waving stuff was, uh, like silly and looked stupid and wow. Well, cause uh, you gotta remember I graduated in 2001. So yeah, September 11th happened and I was 19. Yeah. So like, well, so what, do you remember seeing the footage of everything? Yeah. 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 I, I, I definitely do. So wait, you were, you were 12. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I was in a college class. Really? Yeah. When when it when it was happening, came out, uh my my buddy Brandon and I were coming out of uh what one class and we were meeting our friend Amanda for a theater class that we had. Mm. Um and uh Brandon and I were like joking around and like, you know, being idiots. Um and Amanda walked up to us and, you know, like we're like being big dumb uh assholes. Uh and she's like do you guys know what's going on? And we're like, no, what? Like, you know, we've yeah. been in class. Um, I'm like, what could she possibly mean? What could she possibly mean? And then, uh, like, she told us, and we're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. And this was o- this the uh, second plane hadn't hit yet. Um, oh my god! And uh, so we we go to this we go to this theater class, um, and you know, it's just no one's in control of the class, right, 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 right. Um, and uh. There's uh there's a, an announcement like over the PA at, at this college. This is University of Wisconsin Parkside. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I I went to for a year when I didn't mm. like know what I was doing between mm. high school and going to real college. Um, not to not to disparage uh Parkside. It's it's real college for a lot of people. I did not belong there. Mm. Um, and uh there was an announcement on the PA which felt like fucking high school. And yeah. everyone in the room was like, I'd never heard. I didn't know, know there was that a there was PA. a PA. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Um. And, uh, and then, yeah, then, then, then we went back to Amanda's and just like watched coverage all yeah. day and yeah. that, that, 
No, actually, not not even all day because I had plans to meet my friend Mary Beth in Milwaukee that afternoon. And you still did it? And I still did. I drove to Milwaukee uh, and was watching footage in her dorm room. Yeah. Um, uh, with some of her friends, and uh, w- you know, one one of her one of her friends, uh, I don't I don't know where he was from. He was a, a brown guy of some kind. Yeah. Uh, was like, oh shit, this is really bad for like this for is, me. This yeah, is gonna, yeah. This is gonna make the rest of my life. Horrible. Difficult. Oh my gosh. And he was fucking right. He was like, right, yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, no, I, I I remember and I and I remember feeling like uh the the dread wasn't what was happening from the attack. The dread right. was uh how we are going to scorch the fucking earth right. to get revenge for this. Wow. Uh, which we totally did. We did. Um, we very much did. We made it part of our culture. Yeah. I yeah, I did not have that foresight. I was twelve. <laughs> I um I remember being like I was getting ready for school because I was in California. So it was like earlier for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And I remember like my mom just like standing in her room staring at the TV. And I walk in and I remember looking at the TV and seeing, I cannot remember. I also don't think that the second plane had hit yet. Yeah. But I remember seeing just like smoke billowing out and like just like seeing that and being like, what? And then I went to school. Right. And. Because as far as you know. This is just a regular day. They're not going to hang Mike Pence. Right. This is just a regular day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. So then I go to school and they roll in one of those TVs. Of course, on the cart. Yes, on the cart. There's there's like a a strap holding the- Yes. like the ratchet strap. There's a big cube TV, cube TV on like a, yeah, on like a black stand with rolly feet. And they plug it in and they like turn it to the channels and we're just sitting in my English language arts class, I remember, just like watching and- it's like the footage where you can like see people like falling, falling out. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I remember like thinking like it was like a horror that I could not comprehend because like just yeah. like seeing that, like the little people falling, like that was yeah. like really creepy to me. Yeah. And at that point, obviously, I think both both planes had hit at that point. Yeah. Because the, the towers stand for a couple hours right. and af- then after it they falls. both hit. Yeah. yeah. But I remember like. Just like not really understanding though. Like I remember just like being horrified, but not understanding scope and like not knowing what, that what there did, would be retaliation. What did New York mean to you at that point at, at 12 years old? Like, did you understand it as like a, a, a place or yeah. was it just like an abstract? Like, I, I guess I'm, I'm having a hard time. Like I had been to New York at okay, that time. Okay. We had been to New York before it happened on a little vacation. So I had been there. Like when, when before it happened? Like a year before. That's so was I. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we crossed paths. <laughs> we probably did. <laughs> did you go to the Virgin Megastore to buy Weezer Green? <laughs> no. Oh, shit. Well, okay. We would have crossed no. paths then. No. Um, but I remember like, yeah, just being like, like, oh, I, like, oh, and I remember people being like, well, LA is next. Like, I remember people like saying that. Yeah. And we were in well, a every, suburb outside of LA. Everyone thought everywhere was yeah. next. Oh, God. Because, oh, I mean, yeah. That well, that was the thing that crossed my mind where because yeah. I was driving up to Milwaukee, fucking Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Right, right, right. And I was like, "Oh shit! What if like, what if something happens there?" Well, I, I feel like people in Missouri thought it was going to happen there. Totally. Like it was like everywhere. Everywhere was like we're now. Where's a tall building? Right. Um, but I remember like being kind of freaked out about that, like because people were like, "Oh, well, New York, L.A. Right. L.A. is next," and I remember kind of being scared about that and just like wondering what would happen and then nothing happened for the right. next couple of days. All that being said, 
that, I mean, of course we always remember that, right? Because it's like been so politicized and it's been so like part of our culture Yeah. to be like, I mean, never forget is like part of the phrasing, but it's like also we need to really, really understand the horrors of 9-11, which was a very horrible thing that happened. Mm-hmm. But we need to keep that in our minds so that way we can say, well, whatever comes from that was necessary. It reminds me of when yeah. they say there's like, do you know that like, um, I want to, I guess I'll say school of thought. <laughs> <laughs> that, I love discussing yeah, schools of thought. Yeah, Kelly, let's yeah, okay. do it. That says that dropping the bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki was what ended the war. Yes. And that is not familiar true. with that school of thought. Yes. yes. Which is like, because it's like, if you really think about the fact that like civilians were fucking killed right. by this horrific thing right. that destroyed for many, many years, mm-hmm. many innocent people's uh, yeah. entire everything. Right. Well, and then also like that, obviously a hugely horrible thing that happened. Yeah. Then for the next like 50 years. Mm-hmm is like what the entire world political discourse is about preventing further happening. Yes. Right? Like that's what the Cold War is. Yes. Is just let's not nuke each other anymore. Yeah. So like another like hugely traumatic Mm -hmm. thing that then like drives the entirety of uh, like political identity Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like discourse for for decades. Yeah. Um, But so yeah, you're you're saying that like um, you have to say that that ended the war because otherwise there's no yes. justification for it. Yes. No conceivable justification. If you are, if you're, if you're yeah. doing it to end world war, mm-hmm. then okay. Yeah, some would argue. Some would argue. Yes. I think even if that's what it, yes, yes. It's not worth it. Dot, dot, dot. But I don't think that it did end the war. Right. Right. Um, And it's kind of like, like I, I feel like, it's the same thing of like, well, we have to remember how terrible 9-11 was, which it was. Mm-hmm. But also that many people die of COVID in the United States every week. Right, so, right, 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 you know, right, right. Whatever. Right, 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 right. And granted, like, this is a very violent and very scary yeah. and very, like, mm, visually horrifying. Yeah. And uh, uh, novel, too. It's yes. not, you don't, you don't see that. I mean, novel coronavirus, but. Mm, there we go. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> But, but, but also it's like an act by someone. Yes. Like, you know, outside of the United States to the United States. Working in a lab to make the coronavirus. Working in the lab to make coronavirus. Um, (laughs) No, but yeah, you're right. That the the fact that it is an attack. Right. So that's like against civilians. Mm -hmm. But that's the other thing, right? It's like, but we did Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Right. Which was arguably much worse. Well, and also like. How many children have we bombed with drones right. since right, then? Right, you right. Know, How like, many schools have we fucking bombed? Right. How many? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, what? What did we blow up a wedding? Because we did. Yeah, we've done that. We've done it many a bunch. times. Um, but it's also not on our home quote turf. Not something right. that we. And of course, this is not me excusing. I'm. I'm just explaining the school of thought. Right. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like well, we have to think about it in that sense, mm-hmm. so that we can swallow what we were about to do and continue to do for many, many years. Yes. I, the thing that's so fucked up Mm. about dropping the bombs on uh, uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki Mm. is that we didn't nuke Germany. Mm -hmm. Right? Like there, 
like the the theater of of the Pacific is like its whole thing, and mm-hmm. that's like sort of a, a a uniquely like American part of of World War Two. But like we were in Europe too, mm-hmm. and like the reason that like it's it's just racism. Like that's that's mm-hmm. the reason to to uh, to drop bombs in Japan and not in Germany. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. And I think okay. Jumping from this to other, are you going to pull us back to the book? <laughs> I'm going to somehow pull us back to. Well, I was no, going to do Salem Witch Trials because we're still talking. This is the thing, right? Is that mm-hmm. it's like the being cued off something uh, so horrific, and then like causing this sort of like mass hysteria, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, making people take actions that are otherwise wholly unjustifiable, mm-hmm. which is totally the you know uh, crushing what's his face, Giles wh- Corey. Yeah, that's right, Corey. Um, with rocks, mm-hmm. uh, you know that's that's not something that you can justify in like no. a, a sane society. No, but like they weren't in a sane society. Yeah. And arguably, we're not in one now. And 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 this is another thing that like uh, the very specific grounds that birthed the Salem witch trials. And this is me quoting again last podcast on the left, but that it was a very shitty time where everything was very hard and very yeah. bad. Right. So everyone was miserable to begin with. Which feels a lot like now. Right. And Doesn't feel like 1997, though. So no. I don't know. <laughs> no. No. It was a pre-9-11 world. That's right. Um, But everyone was very miserable and hated life. Mm-hmm. And and the, the, the really sad part about, I mean, in general, the witch trials just across everything. There's something like... I I don't, don't get filled with hatred much. Mm-hmm. But when I read about mass hysteria... Yeah, I I get really upset, and that's unique to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's I don't every Just every time I read something like that, foaming at yes, the mouth yeah. shit. Well, it makes me think of Twitter. Yeah, sorry, I keep going. Sorry, uh, we're gonna, are we gonna talk about Twitter again? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like there's the thing that like freaks me out about it is that like it feels so close. Right, mm-hmm. like, uh, I you just I think about the uh, um, about doing fucking improv, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well, this thing that was happening in the room here was the funniest thing in the world to these people who were witnessing it and who were on stage. But if you were to show anyone a tape of it or whatever, they'd be like, "That's stupid. That's not funny at right. all." Um, and it's just like, oh yeah, I guess we were all just like swept up in like a singular notion of what was funny, mm-hmm. and like. This is where I draw a parallel between improv comedy and the Salem witch trials. It's the same shit, though, of like everyone just getting on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that wavelength is like, you know, this uh, uh, this guy who farts a trumpet is uh, is funny. Yeah. Uh, and the, and uh, the other extreme, it's uh, these women are witches and should be burned. Yeah. And I think the thing that I think that Lois Duncan did do well here was kind of dial into the fear fueling the hatred thing of like, I might be found out. Yeah, yeah. I cannot be found out because mm-hmm. the shit that I do is hypocritical against what we believe. Right. So I need to point my finger at this person. And the thing that makes me really sad about these trials um, is how they started, which is with Tichuba. And Tichuba being the slave. Right. Who these like white girls are caught doing quote magic or whatever. Right. Which are just like little rituals and like fun, whatever things that yeah. Tichipa's doing. Yeah. And that Tichipa taught them. Mm-hmm. 
And then they pretend to be overtaken by spirits so that they don't get in trouble and say that Tichiba did a spell on them or whatever. Right. And and all of that is also like within the realm of like kid make believe, right? Mm-hmm. Like did so I, I I was thinking back on this. Do you have like an experience from being a kid where you were pretending something very hard mm-hmm. or like uh you were pretending something with your friends and like it became clear to you that like one of them wasn't pretending but just like straight believing? Yeah. Um Oh, interesting. Um maybe that kid was me. Sad. The the one who was just straight believing. Maybe. Can can, can I tell you about my, my yeah, example please, of this? Please, please, please. Um so I'm not gonna remember like any any of the, the the real details here. Um but uh my friend growing up I'm not gonna name her. I'm not gonna name her. Um but we uh we had found some like trash of like of like various kinds in there were like woods behind my house, mm-hmm. right? Um and we, we found these like little bits of trash and we sort of like assembled them into the shape of like a, a little man, like a little a little creature, Wait, right? I think I know this story. Keep I don't going. <laughs> yes, yes, I do know this, but it was not recorded. We were just talking. Oh, about we it. okay. Um, yes, and, yes, yes. I remember the man of it all. Yeah. So there's like yes. a, a little man, and I forget. Like we had like built this story up about like what this man does, what he wants, and like you know there was some sort of like doom about it or whatever. You know, like, like very slender manny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're doing our own like creepy pasta, right? Okay. Um, and uh, you know there was. I, I I was going to suggest something else. Like there was another like angle that I wanted to explore that I thought yeah. would be a fun like bit of the lore to add. Right? Yeah, yeah. Some some bit of the story to to keep telling with my friend. Um, and I said like you know let's okay so let let let's say that it's like blah 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 blah. And she was like, "What do you mean? Let's say like this is real." Okay, I was not that kid. You were not she, that kid. No. Oh my god. It was so and like this is a fairly grounded individual yeah like someone who like i drifted away from as we got older because i was a weirdo and she yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah, you yeah. know um yeah that like she believed in this little man she would have done the slenderman murders she would have done slenderman murders yeah oh my god isn't that fucking weird that is weird what do you mean let's say yeah what do you mean let's say this is real and it's like, and I, I can't remember the name of the little man or what we thought he was going to do or any of these things. I just have like this image of the two of us in our like winter gear mm-hmm. uh, outside and the snow on the ground and like, you know, a, a like half of a tennis ball for an eye and, you know, like a bottom of a Coke can for like the other eye and just like stuff laid out on the ground to like represent this little man. Yeah. And like having this moment where it's like, oh, we're in like different fucking realities yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What made you uh, say that maybe you were that kid? What? Oh, because I just would get really into pretend. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to break the fourth wall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I liked I liked it being real. Sure. So maybe that's all what that was happening. That I yeah, was maybe. like, she was let, just let's like, say, you're ruining like, it. You fucking idiot. Stay in character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was probably it. But like, I liked to do like, m- most of my pretend was like, I had power. Like, we had powers. Ooh. And like, telekinesis and stuff. And, like, yeah. Could start fires and stuff. Like, stuff like that. That's super cool. I was not really into like, because... Okay, did you have like the group of girls that were like, we're fairies? Um, we had I the fairy girls. I don't know. I don't think the fairy girls talked to me. <laughs> a little bit later, the vampire girls, they would talk to okay, me. Okay, vampire girls, yeah. I mean, those you people f- are just doing uh, LA by night now. <laughs> <laughs> are are the vampire girls just the grown up fairy girls? I think so. Okay, I think that's right. Because like the fairy girls would like. Fairy girls don't fuck. No. Vampire girls. They fuck. They fuck. Fairy girls do not like they're so chaste. 
and they just like they just like build little houses and then they like they put together like different they commune with the flowers yeah, and yeah they're like um excuse me we're playing over here like you like try to walk by and they're like um okay yeah no i didn't know these yeah girls. and they're like oh don't yeah. step on those leaves because that's actually a fairy's house and you'd be like okay <laughs> like i'd just be like all right i'm gonna go swing around on the monkey bar it's like this is weird like and i'm look i like follow your bliss whatever yeah, yeah, yeah of course we're all very imaginative people but i do remember thinking like this shit's stupid like I mean, there there was a a field near the uh, there was like a it, it was called a town club. It mm-hmm. was like a it was like a hillbilly country club, mm-hmm. right? Um, which we were members of. So like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. lumping myself in with that. Um, there was this like big field uh near it that um like my friends and I had claimed as like this medieval kingdom, right? Oh, cool. And so there were like places where we were like, here's the castle and you know, yeah, all, yeah. all this kind of stuff, all this kind of shit. So like, I was probably doing a lot of that fairy girl kind of stuff, yeah. but just like through like a Tolkien lens. Yeah, sure. You know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I was probably being just, I was definitely being just that lame. I was being just that lame about like other stuff, I guess. Cause like, I liked like, like X-Men-ish type stuff. Like I would yeah. be like, I have powers, I'm this, like you have powers, you're this. Like we're in this world where like everyone's psychic or something like that. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I'm going to tell you, the kids that I was like, you guys are the dorkiest pieces of shit on the planet. And I was bullied, okay? And the fact that I was like, these people are too dorky are the kids that played cats. Like the kids are like, we're oh, cats. No. Meow, meow, meow. And, like, Don't pretend to be cats. <laughs> Don't do it. And they like walk around and like try and scratch you and you'd be like, ah, get away. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not playing cats. <laughs> yes. Like they'd like try and like purr on you and you'd be like, ew, what is ew, happening? what? <laughs> <laughs> we're playing cats. You'd be like, okay. Okay. I don't know. We're X-Men and <laughs> yeah. they're going to fight a dragon. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Or like the handball kids like those kids were like cool <laughs> i feel like those kids were like very intense and very jockey the handball kids yeah. I, I don't think we had handball kids oh shit foursquare we definitely had foursquare kids the foursquare kids were like scary oh dude i was the a tetherball girls i was a foursquare kid in fifth grade really hardcore yeah had my own ball <laughs> okay <laughs> whoa <laughs> brought it to school no you didn't yeah i did oh my god were you undefeated no, I get beat all the time because I get whipped all the time. <laughs> they spank me. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not very athletic. <laughs> no, because all of my friends at the time were also like hardcore into it. Mm. Um, I was always, always in school, like uh, hanging out with people who were like way too into whatever we were doing. Yeah, like that's that's why I was addicted to Magic: The Gathering for two and oh, a half years. God, yeah. Um, that's why we did a hard switch to. Uh, to Warhammer. Oh, um, damn expensive. Yeah. Uh, and also um, not fun. Uh, <laughs> You're not interested <laughs> in playing it now? I am. No, I'm also not interested in playing Magic now. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. There, I, I played so much Magic during those two and a half years that I played. Uh, from well, like, it's tainted for you as well. Yeah, it's, it's tainted for me. Did I tell you the story of my mm-hmm. friends all selling their yeah, cards? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you had your little binder. My heart still breaks for you over that. <laughs> I brought my deck to my friend Ryan's house. Uh, even though he was like, don't bring your deck. We all sold our cards. Brought my deck anyway. Oh man! And no one had their cards. Oh, man, Patrick. <laughs> oh. the beginning of the end of that friendship, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking twenty whatever years ago, and I'm still yeah, like, you're so pissed about I'm these. Still, I cards. am. I would be too. I would be too. Um, I, I'm still mad at people about shit they did to me when I was a kid. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm like you're a bad person. Yeah, that's right. Some people are just bad people. Yeah, and they don't change. Yeah. Um, how we were talking about the book for like I swear a, a second minute. <laughs> well, um, oh, 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 the 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 thing that I liked is the um, so like everyone in the book, they're all like nobody is actually living a totally pure life, right? Because everyone has their secrets, and everyone like like everyone. No one practices what they preach, basically. It is, it's weird and a little bit of a bummer to me that like, that is all there. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of the book, it's like- Oh my like, God, redemption. I hated that. Well, yeah, the re redemption. And also like, then everyone has to get like mapped onto these like figures from the Salem witch trials. And it's like, no, this town has its own shit to work out. Yeah. Like, and the, the, yes. the drama happening there- and the drama happening in the the witch trials, mm -hmm. which I can't believe I just called it drama. Like yeah. how fucking dismissive. I know. <laughs> I know. Horrible Ew, things drama. that happen. Ew. No, thank you. Um, that like they can both stand on their own, and it's weird they have to dovetail together. In uh, is it Charlie the uh, her her friend? Yes, Who, yeah. Charlie. Um, that <laughs> I mean, first of all, Charlie really hard making the case for reincarnation oh and karma. Yeah, like. And Straight I, out the gate. Yeah. I mean, what a lucky surprise for him, right? That he like knew he was happened to be into that. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the maybe it's part of it. It's part of it. Yeah. That he's drawn to that kind of thing because because he's yeah. part of it. Um. Uh, yeah. A couple things. Yeah. I also didn't like that because I think that it neutered how terrible people are today, like yes. by blaming it on karmic revenge. Mm -hmm. Because it's like no, some people like are just bad, and like. Maybe there's something to be said about like that intolerance is taught. Yeah. But that's not what this book is saying. And no, this, it's sort of the opposite. Yeah. That like, oh, they're they're intrinsically they're these people are bad because of their past lives and not because they're actively bad people right now. Right. Right. They're not really in they've got no agency. Yes. In in the bad that which they're excuses doing. them. Right. And I I don't like that part. Right. And especially because, like, it takes a little, like, it, it's pretty near the end before we're like, here's what's happening. It's a karmic balancing of the scales. The people oh. that were bad are now good and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, at first I thought it was just that, like, there are these repeating patterns that, like, happen throughout mm -hmm. time. And that, like, you know, people all, like, rise up against, like, one per one innocent person mm -hmm. uh, in, in this area. And then they all die off. And hundreds of years later, it happens again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like it. Like it, yeah, or even a little bit like, um, just like the bad things in history repeating, right, repeating right. themselves. Like, uh, we've got fucking Nazis again, right. uh, or like in fiction, like the, um, Star Wars with the 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 First Order, mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, yeah, the Empire was destroyed, and like here's fucking something exactly like it again. Yeah, um, just because you know, uh, uh, power pours a vacuum, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And so like someone's gonna swoop in and like just replicate what mm. was that what was there before and then this sort of just like subverts that and mm -hmm. is like i don't know takes all the bite out of it yeah by just being like some sort of cosmic scorekeeping well because also that was the other thing where she they he, when he was trying to explain like i'm not trying to say that reincarnation is not true because i don't know what is true and what's not true because i don't know anything but the the phrasing of like well how do you think that people are like virtuosos but I'm like, but then what about the original person that was a virtuoso? Yeah. I'm yeah. like, where did they get it from then? Right. Huh? And then he's also like, what about babies that are suddenly speaking a foreign language that they've never heard before? And it's like, I don't, do you have evidence of that? <laughs> I know, I'm like, name <laughs> what, one. What are you talking name about? Name one. What are you talking about? 
Name one. Um, call, call him bullshit. Call him bullshit on it. And then I also thought that another cop-out was that her character was Betty. Yeah. And wasn't one of the main bad girls. And they like it was explained away like, oh, well, she already served her like her penance, which I was like, how? How? Yeah. That she like lived yeah. more and like had a regular life or I yeah. It was but it was like, but then I was like, but if she already did her penance, like, what about any of the other people? Right. Like, how come Giles Corey has to come back? Like, why does Giles Corey have to come back? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And also, this is the other thing. How come he's Giles Corey, right? Why wasn't he doing all of the mean stuff like the other people? Yeah, he should have been because he should have been like tortured in this life. Right? Yeah. Or no, rewarded. No, he should have been doing torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But instead, he's just fat. I mean, that this is one of the weakest uh, parts of this book. Oh, is, man. Like, Lodunk really leans on this poor kid for, like, yeah. being fat. And, yeah. and the other characters are also, <laughs> there's a part where Ted is, like, talking about how, like, he seems like a nice enough kid, even though he is overweight. <laughs> I know, as if it's, like, a morally, moral failing. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that as soon as there's, like, resolution. Oh, my on, God, he loses weight. He starts losing weight. I hated that. I hated but it. But I actually did like that she was like, I like you how you are. Don't lose I weight. I do like that. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah. And that there was like the hint of a romance thing with them that maybe yeah. would happen, but who knows? Also like, so when she, I, there's no low dunk boy in this. I know. I was just about to ask who, cause like there's a bit where Eric sort of starts to be like the dark low dunk boy. Yeah. But then he's just straight up evil. Then he's just straight up evil. Yeah. And also, like we, there's there's a a point later where Sarah looks at him and she's like, "How was I ever? How did I ever think this was attractive?" So like that can't be a low dunk, boy. right? No, because the low dunk boy is beautiful no matter what. Even dark low dunk boy, yeah. Even uh, yeah. what's his name from conservatory? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, he's like sexy and scary. Yeah, he is. Whereas this guy is just like she's like, I don't. You're so disgusting to me. He. This is Eric we're talking about. Yes. Um, and he's the one that looks like fucking. What what did she what Greek god was she comparing him to? Oh, I don't remember a Greek god comparison. Yeah, she was like, in my old school we learned about Greek gods. And <laughs> he reminds me of Hermes or something like that. My, he had golden eyes and golden hair. In, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Um my old school in Ventura, California, which is the coolest place. I know. We got to drive around all the time and I okay. So we were talking about how she's a dork. Yeah. Huge dork. Huge dork. Now here's the thing. Have I been known to <laughs> In my life, yes, I have experienced listening to like a new age, not a CD. I would say like maybe it came up. Sure. And I was like, wow, I feel very relaxed. Right. I've had that happen. Right. It played and I was like, wow, that's very calming. But she listens to Jams out to fucking world music CDs from the Discovery Store. Yeah. Kind of shit. That's right. It's not even, it is like sub- Pure moods. Right? <laughs> yes. Pure moods is yes. like too mainstream. Yes. She too mainstream. Something less yes. melodic. Yes. Yeah. With birds chirping. Yeah. Birds chirping. Like, this is truly like, you know, if you go on YouTube <laughs> and you look up like nature sounds relaxing. Yeah. Right? Flutes. Nature sounds relaxing flutes. That's what you're going to find. You're going to find. You're going to find Sarah's playlist. Yes. And it's like, it is, I know exactly what the fucking shit she's listening to. Okay. It's like pan flutes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's pan flutes. Oh my God. And it's, it's like, yep. And it's a CD being sold at the farmer's market. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, yes. By a guy under a tent. Yeah, who also sells soap. Yes, that's right. It's not okay. good soap, though. No, it's not. It like, looks like it's going to be good soap because it's like raw and yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, it has like, like those a, edges. Like a hunk of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's not good it's soap. It's not good. Don't get it. Don't get that soap. Um, it smells too much like patchouli anyway. Yes, yes. You, that should be your first cue, but. Yes. And like, like there's like sounds of like frogs chirping or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah. It's like very like. Oh, you could buy a rain stick at this. I was just going to say rain sticks. (laughs) Rain sticks and like those things like, you know, those things that are like a windsock, but water inside and you squeeze it and it like ploops out of your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Yeah. What are those? What I was trying to describe one of those to Sarah the other day and I don't, (laughs) I don't know what they're. You squeeze it and it's like. Yeah. It's got got like a hole in the middle. It's like a tube. It's it's like a fleshlight. It's like a fleshlight, but like like, you're not supposed to fuck it. It's like a soft taco fleshlight because it doesn't have a hard (laughs) outer part. It's like a gordita fleshlight. Yeah, cheesy gordita fleshlight. Oh no. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's that. Uh, also, you could probably get one of these CDs at Rainforest Cafe. Oh, for probably. sure, you get at Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> but this is what she fucking. Li- this is what this she, psycho she listens to. Listens to this shit. And look, I get. Yeah. Uh, needing to be needing to rebel against whatever the popular music. Sure. Is. Um, and it's all like country music in her town. Yeah, there's some good country though. There is some good country. But this is 1997. Like yeah, the, we're getting to like, some, like the dregs of like bad. pop country, and it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's not. It's pre 9/11 though. So like, so it's not. Well, it's still patriotic, but not in a like aggressive way. It's yeah. more like corn-fed wife shit. Yeah. When did the Dixie Chicks? Now, now well, the they chicks. Were good. They 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 show up on the scene. I want to say by 97. 90. I, I would say they're around. Yeah, probably right. They they got to be around, but that town's not listening to that. No, they're listening to like Garth Brooks. Yeah, they definitely are. It's like that shit. So this is what she's rebelling against. Okay, and some golden old- oldies as well. Right. Um. So you know she's still going to hear, uh, you know, Earth Angel. <laughs> Earth or... Angel. <laughs> Earth Angel. Uh, yeah. And yeah, her her rebelling against that. And again, this is the this is the late nineties. I know. She's not listening to like Nirvana or. Smashing Pumpkins right. or she, Elliot no. Smith or anything. No, no, no. She's, no. No. She's listening to Earth Sounds. Yeah. And like, she probably has a Coco Pelly. She absolutely does. She has a Coco Pelly. She like, she probably wears like aqua socks to school. <gasps> <laughs> Very few descriptions of what people are wearing in this book. None, no idea what anyone's wearing ever. Yeah. Lois Duncan has no idea. She, and because that's normally something that she gets hung up on. Yeah. Not uh, here. Not, not here. No, because she's got to talk about all these pure mood CDs that this girl's <laughs> listening to. Not even pure moods. Not sub pure moods. Yeah, yeah. sub pure moods. Mudes. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's just like sounds. So she like listens to these sounds and oh, and Gregorian chanting is on there. Oh, totally. Gregorian chanting. Is she's on really there. into that. Um, and these are all on tapes, by the way. Oh, this is tapes. So interestingly, I think you and I read a different version. Oh, because I read an updated version in which they're CDs. And she mentions that she doesn't like MP3s. She likes to hear the music all around her. What? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, huh? Uh, huh? Yeah. What? No, I I read the original 1997 version. Okay. So tapes. So they're tapes. So she gets them on CD. So when, because she also gets tapes from Kira 
CDs from Kira. Oh, okay. That's interesting. It's all CDs. Oh, wait. The the recordings about like the the townspeople. We haven't talked at all about what the, the fuck the, recordings the about the townspeople. What are you talking about? The, so there there are. Doesn't she give recordings about the townspeople? They do a radio thing. What? Okay, let's talk about the <laughs> the, the fortune teller, the the phony fortune teller part of this. Oh, they're just notes. Wait, even <laughs> even in the first place. In the first when, when she's doing in the first it place, the, it's it's on like a little like like yeah, it's like a radio earphone thing. thing. Yeah, right, and she's yeah. like talking into it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm I, I was I'm mistaken. But she does she does get notes audio books. Okay. But it's it's that Charlie orders audiobooks about reincarnation. No, he just orders regular books. Okay, he has audiobooks. What a weird nineteen ninety seven. What year was it, do you think, when she updated it? Like ten years later? Maybe. She was dead in my version, Lois Duncan. <laughs> At the end, it's like she died. By the way, by the way, the author of this book died. <laughs> You're reading the words of a dead woman right now. <laughs> My version had no idea. It ended by saying the author is alive and well, mourning her daughter. Wait, really? No, of course not. <laughs> Can you imagine if at the end of every book? <laughs> says if the author's alive or dead it just says, by the way the author of this book is dead <laughs> by the way, by the way. <laughs> oh i guess i was sort of curious yeah you mm. can't you can't trust the book though yeah well so in my version she was dead <laughs> it said she died it, i'm not in those words it was like she lived and died or something it was like she's dead oh my god i did the kindle version um i was reading the like open, open library, library. Yeah. yeah 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 um which That's- I'm glad, actually, because I was going to read the open library one, and then I was like, because usually you read the new one and I read the old one. Yeah. But now it's switched. We didn't even talk about it. Mm-mm. It just sort of happened. It just happened. Um, It is wild to think, it's always weird to think about uh, Lois Duncan's life and her output in fiction. Right. Um, but this is like the only, and I hesitate to even call it a thriller, but like, you know, yeah. like all of her books, none of them are really thrillers. No, no. Um, But like, this is... This is the the only book in that flavor that she wrote after her daughter was killed. It's so different too, and it's so different. It's so much gentler. Very. There's very. O- there's only like the mildest of danger at the end. Yeah, when she's on the chair about to get hanged. Yeah, and th- there's a lot more. Like I feel like there were more parents in this. Yeah, they were very present. They were very present, and like their their drama was mm-hmm. like driving a lot of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes like her mom used to be very uh independent and um like lively and had like a thriving social life and then she fell in love with ted and moved to that town which we then learn is because she's actually drawn to the town right and not to ted i felt so creeped out about the ted and his wife situation it is fucked yeah right ted, and, and like Ted sort of like juggling both of these families and like yeah. the 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 fact that um both of his kids Kira and Ryan the little boy the, the little boy who really doesn't get inconsequential little in, boy. inconsequential little boy yeah <laughs> um that like they both have rooms at yeah at, at the uh oh what what is her mom's name uh but uh I don't recall but she is she, lush yes. And she works at the church. Or she doesn't work. She volunteers there. She's like That's part right. of it. She's not allowed to have a job. Um, and she gets taken advantage of by her daughter. Yeah. Because uh, Kira wants to use her to get uh, secrets on the town. So that way she can keep 
um keep Sarah's yeah. Sarah and Eric's um like fake fortune teller yeah. business. Let let me ask you about that. Mm. Um would you ever do that? Would you ever if you had be like Sarah, if, like if, dude, would you ever be Sarah in this scenario? Mm. Cuz to some extent it sounds like fun. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. find out about people, pretend to read their their fortune, mm. occasionally get real glimpses of the future. Yeah. I'd do it. Yeah. I mean it's similar to like those parlor tricks, like um in um what's that movie that Guillermo del Toro uh won? Bradley Cooper is in it. Kate Blanchett is in it. Uh, it's a noir. It's a remake of an old. Oh right. Um. Yeah, I cannot think of what that movie is called. Um. It's like a nightmare. Alley. Alley. Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. I haven't seen it. It's really good. It's really, really good. The last shot of the movie makes the entire thing worth it. I love that. It's so good. But there's a lot of like cold reading and like yeah, parlor so trick kind of stuff. Plays, in it. Yes, he's a guy who learns how to do that shit. Yeah. Of like um two things. Of like picking up on little things that someone does, but then also like coming up with deep code words to use with his assistant mm. to be like, um uh like like using different words, like when he's describing the item, maybe when she's describing it. Yes, it's when she's describing it. Um, so she'll like take an item from the person and then he's supposed to hold it and be like, you have a son, you have this, whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's like this deeply like coded language of like, she'll be like, okay, this is a, an old watch from his left hand, whatever. And like every single one of those words means like something that she's discovered about this guy. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, I mean, like cold reading stuff in general is very, very cool. It's very cool, and like, it's it's amazing how much it looks like magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, obviously, like, uh, people have made like careers out of out, out of that sort of shit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there was. Uh, do you remember that uh, what, crossing over? Oh my with god! John yeah. Edwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that like medium shit? It was like medium shit. Yeah, it was that uh, this dude John Edwards. Mm-hmm. Not the politician, but the medium guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, would like walk into the show was just like him on a stage. It was like a, a theater in the round sort mm-hmm, of scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so there's audience members like all around him in sort of like stadium seating, uh, and he would just like walk around the room and like pinpoint someone in the crowd or pinpoint like an area of the crowd and be like, "I'm getting something about a Jessica. Does does that name mean anything to someone?" And then some someone would inevitably be like yes me and then he would just like cold read them and it was always about um someone uh who had passed you know from from their life trying to reach out to them and tell them something Mm. um and you know like it's obvious what they do like they interview people like to they make sure that the crowd is full of people who are like ready to yeah like and they're already willing they're there to witness that yeah to witness it yeah um, and then he just does like great cold readings mm-hmm. on, on on people and like tell them things that they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And then of course they film for like three hours and the show's twenty minutes. Right. So like you know, you get good stuff. You get good stuff. Um, but that's like, interesting. Do you ever? I mean, that was that was a that was a sci-fi show from like I <laughs> knew about it, but I didn't watch it from like twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a little bit. I'm not going to go too into it because I've already talked about the show at length on the show. <laughs> but all, all of Darren Brown's stuff. Yeah. Of Who's like, Brown? he's the one who does like, um, he did push the push, yeah, and he did the sacrifice, okay, 
Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, and it's all about like seeing what kind of people are compliant and then like just testing them little by little and like weeding out people as they like stand up for themselves and just like pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing a person. Yeah. And like engineering, it's it's very actually, uh, uh, Nathan Fielder has said that Darren Brown's stuff has like, was what influenced him to make the rehearsal. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Which is like, just like controlling everything and seeing like, okay, if I change this one little thing, that's going to push this person to say this or to do this. Right. And like, can I, can I convince some or get somebody to murder someone or can't literally, that's what the push is about. (laughs) And then the sacrifice is, can I get someone, a racist person, a person who is racist by the end of this, can I get him to sacrifice himself for what he believes to be an illegal Mexican immigrant? Wow. He can. The guy does it. That's amazing. He thinks he's dead. It's actually like really fucked up. Like by the end of it, because they like give him a jacket that has like squibs in it. and He doesn't know. And so he like jumps in front of a gun and the guy shoots. And he he experiences the squibs. Oh my God. And he's like, he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And he thinks he's dying. And then Darren Brown fucking walks out and he's like, great job, mate. You did it. There's a camera there. There's a camera camera there. there. (laughs) You solved racism, mate. You did it. And it's like, oh my God, dude, like you just manipulate. I mean, it's great that this man is now not racist, but also, I mean, sort of. It was like over months. They like work. You should watch it. They work on this guy for months. Like it's crazy. Man. But also it totally. Honestly, like that's all part of the the same thing that we were talking about before though, Mm -hmm. of like collectively pretending something. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like what uh, the the rehearsal is a lot about too. And about how even when like everyone is acknowledging pretend Mm -hmm. that like there's still real people pretending. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it gets very easy when when you're in something like the Salem Witch Trials, for example, speaking yeah. from experience. <laughs> because, of course, you're reincarnated. <laughs> yes, I'm reincarnated. Right. I was Dorcas Whore. Um, <laughs> but like. And I am Dorcas Whore Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um, when there has not been an explicit, we are going to pretend. Yeah. Yeah. There is something about an embarrassment of being the person that's like, wait, we're pretending, right? You know? Yes, yeah. Pointing it out. Because Which is what Sarah's going through. Yes. Right? I mean, in, in but almost the reverse. Because like she is as as like the the, the people involved in the, the 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 fake fortune teller scam. Yeah. She's the one that has the most like sort of hang ups about doing it. But she's also the one who's actually able to see the future. She actually is a witch. She actually is a witch. Yeah. Which does that does that like, pay off? Does that I, I pan think, out? Does no, that no? And I don't think sense? she should do it. I don't. Think, I don't think she should be a witch. I don't think real. she should be a witch. I either. think that confuses the story. It's too much. Yeah, I agree with that. Not that there's too much going on in the story. There really isn't. There's nothing. Like we have already talked about the book as much as can be talked about it. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, she get she gets harassed by the. We didn't get into the the like the the popular kids in school who like. First, leave drawing a drawing of gallows in her locker, right? And then a dead bird. I was sad about the bird. I was sad about the bird too. I will say, I there was something also that I really liked, but it was like making me crazy, but in a good way. Of that, Kira and Eric. Yeah. Who Eric being this popular boy, Kira being the girl who's his best friend that's obviously in love with him. Two things. One, I liked that they created her into what she was, and mm-hmm. then condemned her for it. Yeah which I really loved that. Yeah, that's cool. And then I also really loved the moments that we were in Kira's head 
and she's talking to those cheerleaders. Right. And she's seeing them and she's like, they're so beautiful. I, ne- I would never had a chance to be part of their group. And I noodles out again. I'm very excited to have a noodle sighting. Yeah. Noodle. Noodle. Noodle's checking out my Hi, shoes. Hi, noodle. You hungry? Noodle and LH. Both uh, cats. Double cats. Double cats. Um, But the, oh, and, and Kira's like, she's looking at these girls and she happens to like have a zit on her chin. She's also like short and has this like frizzy red hair. Yeah. And they're all sleek, blonde, tall, leggy, tan, like beautiful. These are the hottest cheerleaders you've ever seen in your ever life. Ever in your fucking life. Ever in your goddamn life. Ever. Classic beauties. Classic beauties. And she's like, and, and they're like, um, you need to find information on uh, Sarah that she's a witch because she basically, she tells them stuff that Kira has dug up about them. Yeah. And also has a psychic vision about one of their sisters. Um, and one of their mothers being uh, attacked by, oh, yeah. by their father. Right. Th- that's the, 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 this is a, a thing that I really like just quickly. And I want to yeah, go back course. to what you're saying. Um, that, uh, she keeps having the Sarah keeps having these visions and then people lie about them. Yeah. To make them less like the less scary versions of, mm-hmm. of what they are. Charlie does it too. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's like, I, I, I see someone tripping you and he's like, Oh no, I just uh, later. He's like, Oh no, I just fell. Mm-hmm. But then like she drags it out of him. Like, yeah, someone fucking tripped him. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's all about out. shame. Everyone's yeah. motivated by shame. Yeah. And everyone's motivated by, I need to distract from my thing. Yep. Because no one can't, we're all human. No one can live up to these ideals that we're saying. Yeah. So we need to point at someone that we can easily point at, scapegoat, Sarah. Yeah. She's new. She's the one revealing all of it. She keeps listening to this weird new age music. She listens weirdly. And her mom makes artichokes. That was another thing. <laughs> yep, that's right. Also, they make uh, they make like squab on Thanksgiving. Squab oh. and, and artichoke is what they wanted. Oh, and she was disappointed. Okay. Get this. In, yeah. in, in in my version, Cornish game hen. Oh. Okay. All right. And they hate sweet potato casserole. They And look, I'm with them on that I'm one. I'm with them too. Too sweet. Too sweet. I don't like it. No, that, I mean, there are so many like Thanksgiving dishes that, Terrible. I grew up with that are just like that are garbage sugar nonsense. Yeah. Um, my aunt used to make a probably still does a, a jello salad. Oh, it's just like yeah. a fucking brick of jello. Ugh. Like a grape in it. <laughs> <laughs> you said that so disgustingly. Like a it's, grape in it. It's just the grossest shit. And it's yeah. served on like a piece of iceberg lettuce. What the fuck? I don't know. It's a it's a nightmare. Real nightmare. It's a real nightmare. I will say it's Thanksgiving. It's called a salad. Th- no, that's not a salad. Thanksgiving at my house rips. But oh, that's yeah. because we do a mix of like Vietnamese food. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we do like Vietnamese stuff and then also American stuff, but like cooked yummy. Yeah. Because like my parents actually have pretty good taste in food. So like um, all of the dishes are like they're tastier. Yeah. It's not. It's not that bullshit. There's so much bullshit at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, I I have been to other Thanksgivings in my life and been like, what is happening with the food here? Yeah. Because the food at mine rips. What is that? It's just like a lot of like bland or sweet things. Yeah. Like things that should not be that sweet. No. No. There's, there's so much like over sweetening of shit at yeah. Thanksgiving. And I don't really know why. Mm. I mean, is it because like. Makes things taste better. Make things taste better and you can disguise the fact that you're just eating like, you know, a can of green beans and yeah. like cornflakes or whatever. 
Yeah, that's the thing, I think. I think it's that you have to, there's so much canned shit happening. You have to either blast up the sodium. Right. Which is insane because a can yeah. of something is already. It's already salty. Yeah. You know what I do? What's that? For a green bean casserole that's really good, that rips, is I use fresh green beans, first of all. You gotta. You gotta. Because those gotta. other ones are so like like oh briny. God. What yeah. is that? It's not good. And it yeah. makes the texture on the beans themselves yeah. like. It's so like, I hate it. like wet and like, like why does it cut through like that? You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Ugh. No, no, no. But, and then I mix in cheddar cheese. Mm. It, which yeah with the mushroom stuff and that makes like such a difference like it is so much better yeah people like to do water chestnuts i am very anti-water chestnut no water chestnut i hate water chestnuts i honestly, maybe i would like them now but as a kid i hated them yeah sure i i think green beans fresh green beans mm-hmm. kind of a star on their own love fresh green beans don't you dare casserole them i don't need yeah. that you know what i really love what's that it's not around thanksgiving though fresh peas Oh my God. I love fresh peas. You can get them at Whole Foods. Can you really? You know what I just made Hmm. recently? A feta cheese caramelized shallot. Yes. um, Asparagus and English, fresh English pea frittata. That sounds amazing. It was great. It was so good. And then I served that with a salad that was made out of just like um, matchsticked Granny Granny Smith apple. more feta cheese, uh, really thinly sliced fennel, um, and then with a uh, uh, and cilantro uh, with a like vinaigrette that like that sounds like it's not good. It was no, so it sounds good. really good. It was such a cute little like spring springy yeah. meal, but I made it like a couple weeks ago. But it was great. Um, uh, the and that that kind of thing mm-hmm. would never be served in this town. No, no. Because this town is like the epitome of mid '90s yes. white mediocrity. Yes, that like it's just all of the holdover, like all of the food prep traditions mm-hmm. born out of like World War II scarcity. Yeah, so all that canned shit. Um, that like and that like 1950s, 1960s uh, homemaker kind mm-hmm. of bullshit. Um, well, you know that cranberry sauce is yeah. like still in the shape of the oh absolutely of the thing. Because have you had real cranberry sauce made from cranberries? Of course. It's so good. It's it's like something it's you actually want to eat. Yes. It's not sweet. It's not sweet. It is also it is sweet. very sugary. <laughs> but it's, you know. But it is something beyond that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. This town sucks. <laughs> this town sucks. Sarah's right to want to leave it. Charlie's right to want to leave it. Char- oh, and then Charlie's family. They get arsoned. They get arsoned. They run a bookstore. Yeah. They get accused of being like a pervert bookstore. I know. I was like, oh, okay. Right. Well, Which what it, really, they just sell. They just sell like books. <laughs> books. Just like books. I guess like reference books. Just like school of thought books. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something on like the January 6th insurrection. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it's it's not, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's yeah. like a psychic guy bookstore. But it is, I mean, there is like that nice uh, sort of interesting parallel to like now and mm-hmm. people freaking out about like LGBTQ books in like libraries or whatever that like break. kids have access to. Like, shut the fuck up, you idiots. Um, it's idiotic. Idiotic. Purely idiotic. That's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. And also like, just get over it. The kids are all gay now. Yeah. Like. Just get over it. Like, all, like also who fucking cares, man? Like. 
seriously get a hobby do something like find some joy in your fucking life yeah. i don't know and don't <sighs> what if you genuinely don't want your kid to engage in a piece of literature the last thing you should do is tell them they can't read yeah because then they want to because then they want it. to yeah i know they're so stupid but I guess here's the solution. Burn the library down. <laughs> yeah, burn the library down. And then give the library owner burns so badly that his legs have to be amputated. His legs have to be amputated. My goodness. He's Horrible. Got no legs. Horrible. So sad. Um, and that was really sad when he was talking about how like his dad and mom used to like really cut a rug and they would dance around and they were so oh, in love. Yeah, and yeah. like people hated seeing that because they loved each other in a way that was different than what they're used to seeing, which is like not love like what people like relationships in that town people do not love each other no not at all they like tolerate each other yeah but then they these two people the that love together. each other yeah. they destroy it which well, I was... it, yeah it, it, it threatens mm -hmm. uh the safety of mm -hmm. the boring relationships mm -hmm. if if anyone can see that like no no no, here's what a relationship mm -hmm. actually should look like mm -hmm. then you're fucked so then basically these like mean kids are like they get all riled up and they start drinking and they start calling it Gallows Hill, even well, though it's Garrote it's, Hill. Well, but it's it's actually Garrett Hill. Garrett Hill. Oh, that's right. But Garrote is yeah. like what it used to be called. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that part confused me. I didn't get what was happening there. <laughs> me neither. So then this part was kind of weird. So then like they they bring her out there and they're like, we're going to hang you because you're a witch. And like Kira and Eric are like, whoa, this is kind of getting out of hand. Yeah, like we were talking shit before. Yeah. Now you guys are actually starting <laughs> noodles, putting their paws on the Noodle, table. Put little the gloves on the table. Oh, Noodle. Noodle. <laughs> what? She's screaming. Noodle screaming, you hungry? Hi, Noodle. You hungry? She's hungry. She cry, cry. Uh, Yeah. So these people are going to kill her. Yeah. They're going to hang her from a tree. Yes. And uh, then... Charlie's like, I'm going to lead a mass hypnosis. Which he learned how to do from- Audiobooks. Audiobooks that uh, were like hypnosis uh, things so that he wouldn't be fat. Right. It didn't work. <laughs> it it didn't work on him, but it works on this crowd. It works on this crowd. He's so good at because hypnosis. Because he hypnotized his mom. Right. For what? I don't know. <laughs> Something. He hypnotized her for some reason. So- he hypnotizes the crowd. They're all like, oh my God, we were that. We will stop because we shouldn't do karmic revenge. We're fulfilled now. And that's it. And that's it. That's and how the book ends. The book ends. And then he's like, me and my family, we're no longer compelled to live here. We're going to move away. Maybe back to Sedona. Who knows? Yeah, back to Arizona. And then she, she's like, me and mom are going back, or me and Rosemary are going back to Ventura. Rosemary. And then it's the end. That's it. It's just how the book and. All Lois Duncan books just sort of end. Yeah, they just sort of end. There's like some kind of uh, confrontation and, and then they just sort of end. Yeah. Um, but this one definitely felt like the most Lois Duncan-y yeah. in, in that way. Yeah, well, it was just over and I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. That happened. Um, By the way, the author is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Mourning her daughter. <laughs> that would be so funny. Um, but yeah, that's the book. I don't know. I don't know if you have to read this one. It was pretty boring. This one, I this is uh, maybe the only Lois Lois Duncan that I'm like don't don't read this. Well, because no, also like what is it? Yeah, it's not really anything. Nothing really happens, <laughs> and um, also like in the other books, I feel like at least the characters were interesting to be around. Yeah, these people were not interesting. Yeah, well, and there's a there's a point in almost every Lois Duncan book where 
one character makes a plea to the other to be like, believe in the supernatural thing that's going on. Yeah. Um, and it is so ham handed and like crappy in, in this one. I know. Um, and it makes me, it's the kind of shit that just makes me sad about who killed my daughter. Yeah. Where it's like, she wants to believe in the power of so badly, so badly in that book because it's the only every, all other systems are failing her. Um, yeah. And like the fact that Charlie is just like reincarnation and karma and like, please, you need to just have your mind open to it. Even if you don't believe it right away. Um, it just like reeks of sad desperation. Well, also, I can't help but wonder if there's almost a like, please let reincarnation be real. Oh my God. Because then my daughter's not really gone. Well, as as always now, I'm bummed out at the end of talking <laughs> about a lot of Duncan book. I mean, it is really sad. But thank you so much for coming on and doing the show, Yeah, Patrick. thank you for having me. Um, Do you have anything you would like to plug? Oh, you should check out the Nintendo Cartridge Society podcast. It's a twice-weekly podcast where I'm talking about Nintendo with Mark Mitchell. Yay. Uh, a one-time guest on the show. Yeah. Um, and then also, you got to check out Same Day Shipping. We've been recording new episodes, and they're funny. Yeah, they're very funny. Um, We just did one where we were shipping uh, SDS All-Stars against the Game of Thrones characters. The end, the last one is so funny. The ending is such a surprise. It happened to us in real time. All yeah. the die rolls are real. Yeah, they're real. Uh, everything's real. Everything's happening in real time. Um, And I, I would say there are two like big earth-shattering surprises yeah, that happen in huge. there. Yeah, um, huge. Huge. And they both really they're happened. They're real. They're real, real, real. So go check that out. Um, Please check those out. Uh, thank you so much, Patrick, for joining me. Always a pleasure. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, a very special thank you to all of you for listening. If you want to help the show, tell someone about it or leave a nice review on any of the platforms. Um, or patreon.com slash teen creeps. We've got a lot of really cool stuff on there for you. Um, and a personalized shout out to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez, Adam Howitz, Amanda Kay, Amanda Nengel, Amy T, Caitlin L, Carrie Ham, Christina Descaro, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny B, Drew Oranis, Ellie Lagos, Elisa R, Emma, Emma M, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gabrielle T, Gianna Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Hannah L, Jason H, Jeremy Cronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich, Jesse T, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N., Coy, Larry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G., Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bessert, Rashad B., Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalihua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Shannon P., Sylvie T., Victoria Beck and Victoria Gray. Thank you. Um, We will check in with you next week. Um, Thanks again to Patrick. Make sure you follow him on all the stuff. Listen to all of his things. And until next time, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team 
and liking our page on Facebook.